Hey everybody, welcome back to Going For Two with Jack Taylor. My name is Jack Taylor. And my name is Hunter too. And we are coming off of the most dominant victory that we have seen in the Mike Leach era of Mississippi State football. And we are super excited to see uh, what the next couple weeks looks like. You know, as we're facing Arkansas this weekend, then Kentucky, then Alabama. So we've got a big stretch coming up um, that we really could win two of three, but you can't. Uh, you could. I was going to say you can't win two of three if you don't win this one. But that would just mean you had to beat Alabama. So um, we got to focus on this one right now. We're going to talk about this one quite a bit and all the uh, ins and outs of that game. But first, we got to talk about something else going on in the sports world. Um, there's this little thing called the Major League Baseball playoffs about to happen. And mm-hmm. the Braves are the two seed in the National League because they just won the NL East for the fifth year in a row. Five and, is a streak. Uh, five is a streak, told. boys. Mm-hmm. I've been told. Yeah. So at one point, uh, Hunter was getting married, and um, was, was the Braves were down ten and a half games in the division. They have not won three straight games or lost three straight games in this really weird, like, up-and-down season. Um, not even up-and-down, just, like, completely mid, just completely average. Yeah, it sounds like the, the White Sox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we, Hunter is getting married. We decided to go on a bachelor trip to Atlanta to watch the Braves play. And um, they won, right? Mm-mm. Nope. They got like eight innings dropped on their head by by a Cy Young winner. But anyway, um, we More saw this Cy little Young's guy. More Cy Young. Yeah. So we saw this little guy named Michael Harris make his MLB debut. And from that point forward, or not that point, from like two days after that forward, the Braves have been the second best team in baseball and have played at like a 115-win pace, which is a lot. Um, And just in the last weekend of the season, took the lead over the Mets, and all they had to do was win one game against the Marlins. They did it. And just what a crazy season by the Braves. Just just silly, not going to lie. So we're somehow connected to... Um, two of the three rookie phenoms that the Braves have seen this year. So Michael Harris, we got to see him make his debut in, in Atlanta. We did not play in that at all. Um, not even sarcastic there. And then we went to a Mississippi Braves game and saw Vaughn Grissom play his last game as a Mississippi Brave before he shipped off to Boston and uh, played for the Braves in Fenway Park in his, for, in his MLB debut where he hit a home run. Um, so... Like a very much needed home run. Yeah. Like, Somehow connected to both every game matters. Yeah. The Braves and the Mets finished with the same exact record, but the Braves got the tiebreaker. So that's fun. Um, but man, this is just, this is really fun. I, I, I kept telling myself, like, I don't care if the Braves win the division because they won me a World Series last year. Like, I can't ask for too much. But now that we got it, we might, just, might as well just go win the whole dang thing. In other news, um, the White Sox, uh, let's do this little practice here. I'm going to tell you our home record, and you tell us our away record, okay? okay. At home, we went 37-44. and 44. Tell me the away record. 44-37? and 37? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! And just an astonishing 81-81 and 81 overall record, right? <laughs> The Wicked Witch is dead, though. Yeah. Not dead, but dead. Gone. The Wicked Witch doesn't coach for you anymore. Did he before? Let the players have fun. No. All right. We know you all didn't come here for Major League Baseball, but that's what we had for you. That's what's going on in our worlds right now. Oh, uh, another really thing. Um, the quality of play of the NFL just showing off once again. Uh, we had a... Uh, was it... Was it... Yeah... A 12-9 to win. No touchdowns. Big 10 West football, baby. Wait, That's what we won. Were any points scored in in overtime? Uh, Yes. Yeah, that's how how you don't get a tie. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Man, I just love the quality of play. Uh, We got to see great quarterbacks like Matt Ryan and Russell Wilson. Uh, throw mm-hmm. to the other team. 
Just, hey, Russell Wilson. I mean, he's he's kind of popping off there. It's just just hard nosed football. Mm-hmm. Everybody's writing him off. But we'll see if he writes back. Um, all right. So last week in college football, we had some really really good games. Uh, Hunter, um, in the in our season pick 'em, you actually took a game. Uh, you picked up a game. So now you have a two game lead on on the year. Uh, Drew Robinson. At a seven and three record, so he's our um, uh, what? Are, what are we calling it? What are, do we have a name for our our winner? No, he's our winner. He's our yeah. pick em winner at seven and three. So kind of a down week for everybody. Seven and three is not not bad, but uh, we've definitely seen better. So Drew, better we're expecting a lot more. It is. It is. So thanks for that. Why did you pick A and M over us, dude? I don't know. I was I was kind of expecting it to be one of those dumb Mike Leach games, and it was a dumb Mike Leach game, but the other way. Um, so, but last week, uh, pick them aside. Uh, we had Alabama beating Arkansas, uh, forty-nine to twenty-six, and the score, final score doesn't really tell the whole story, because uh, the final score doesn't tell you that both starting quarterbacks got injured. Um, Bryce Young went down in the second quarter, and I don't know when KJ Jefferson went down, but um, both of the guys. Uh, Bryce with a shoulder injury and KJ with a possible concussion. Um, really don't know what their status is going into this weekend. I think um, I think both teams should just not start them for the next three weeks. Um, just just give them time to get healthy. Yeah, there's bigger things in life than football for the next three weeks. Yeah, but after three weeks, there's nothing bigger. Yeah, than yeah, football, football matters in uh, November. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Even October 29th. You can yeah, I mean, in if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, hopefully both of those guys are good. Um, KJ uh, is kind of more questionable in my, in, my, in my opinion because of all that's happened with head injuries and CTE in the past, just in the past few years, but especially in the past couple of weeks with what, what happened to Tua. Um, I, I think the next, the next team, whether it's college or pro, that sends out a guy before he's completely cleared concussion protocol is maybe i guess he's cleared them it's just do you want to hold them over yeah i mean like you can clear them i mean technically Tua cleared it but if if anything else happens in in the next game like you're in hot water and your your job's on the line yeah so um selfishly you know I, i could say i don't want kj to play i want kj to play i want bryce to play but um you know obviously just want what's best for them in uh injury wise but um that being said, Alabama did did uh, beat Arkansas pretty handily. Even though Arkansas made a pretty pretty big comeback to make it a twenty eight. Yeah, it made it a twenty eight twenty three game at one point, but uh, then uh, the Alabama backup quarterback I'm not really sure what his name is, um, is kind of helped him pull away. Their okay. run game really helped him pull away, and he was yeah, a big so part that's of that. Milrow. Okay. So next game we wanted to talk about is uh, Brent Venables versus the color purple. Um, TCU beat Oklahoma, um, and two losses in a row for for Venables and Oklahoma. Um, TCU got killed a, Oklahoma. Yeah, I killed them. them. <laughs> and the, the tweet of the day with, uh, with them tweeting, "Who's going to get to 62 first, us or Aaron Judge?" Because Aaron Judge's uh, race for 62 kept on cutting in on that game, apparently. Um, but man, that was that was pretty crazy to see yeah Invincibles versus the color purple uh we'll hear more on that rivalry soon yeah um oddly bit, enough a little bit a little bit later yeah but two two straight losses i don't think it's enough to put them on the hot seat but i mean oklahoma's a oklahoma's a, <laughs> a blue blood that doesn't oklahoma really like doesn't lose, lose more than two games in a season so losing right. two straight is pretty wild all right um uh, ole miss uh this is so dumb. Ole Miss beat Kentucky. Um, Will Levis. That's your future first overall pick, if you didn't know. Did you know? And if you don't know, now you know. Mel Kuyper said it today. It's it's not even like, like oh, old takes exposed from the summer. People are still saying it. Yeah. Like, oh. <sighs> I don't, like what? What could they possibly be seeing? Like, can you um, give them? Can you play foot, devil's advocate. Six foot three, big arm. 
or is he six foot four? I don't know. Big white blonde guy. Um, looks like an NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in a pro style offense, I think. Um, has good mobility. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that's missing in this whole thing is good at playing quarterback. Just good um, at the game of football. Good at football. Mm-hmm. They, I, I mean, that's just me. I mean, I've watched like a good amount of his games. Yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> in in the their biggest game of the year. I mean, I know the Florida game was big, but looking back, I mean, he wasn't good in the Florida game. Well, I mean, I'm saying it was a big game. Like, I'm just, this this was a top fifteen matchup right here against Ole Miss in a. I'll say it. It was a hostile environment. I mean, Ole Miss fans stuck around. Um, Is that the most he, hostile Ole Miss has ever been? Prob- probably There's just not. something about that day in history. Um, yeah. Mm. Um, 18 of 24, 220 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Two fumbles, though. And you might just think, okay, at some point he fumbled. It was the last two possessions of the game. Mm-hmm. Got into like, the red zone and fumbled. I... <laughs> And he dislocated his finger, but like, he did that in the second quarter, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I don't. I will never believe Will Levis. Um, I sent in a group chat, Will Levis, if you lead this game-winning drive, I will defend you in the NFL draft process. Yeah. And and then two plays later, he fumbled. Mm-hmm. After not letting everyone get set. Yeah. God, I. Hate I mean. Him. <laughs> I mean, at that point, and I know, just to paint the picture, they drove down the field and they were down, I guess, down three um, with like a minute left and could have settled for the field goal, but obviously you don't want to go into overtime at all if you can help it, especially on the road. And, uh, oh my gosh. They just also, Kentucky missed two, two extra points. Two extra points and a field and goal. And a field goal. I yeah. hate this and had, so an, had And had another fumble and a turnover on downs. So it was a turnover on downs and two fumbles to end the game. Like, those were their last three possessions. This team is going to play out of their mind against us. Yeah, they're going to look like an NFL team. And, and Will Levis will look like the number one overall pick in this. He's so, going to look like a prime... Um, Bo Jackson. Uh, Bo Jackson playing quarterback. Yeah. All right, the other game that I did not watch, so I'm not going to act like I, I did. I did not watch uh, this one either. Clemson over NC State. The only reason that this is big for us is that Clemson basically just punched their ticket to the ACC championship game. Which um, means that they won the ACC championship. Um, yep. Congrats, Clemson. So, playoff spot. There we playoffs. Go. Good job, Clemson. Right. Proud of you. So You're back. Their wins, over, their wins over Wake Forest and NC State, uh, those are those are their big games for the rest of the year. So uh, congrats to them. Clemson uh, has punched their ticket. First, yeah, first in, playoff first team. out. <laughs> All right, the next game was probably the most uh, surprising for just for like casually just looking at the scores for for the night. Uh, Georgia over Missouri, that's no surprise. But the score, do you actually know what the score was? Yes, it was twenty six to twenty two. Yeah, and Georgia took the lead in the uh, in the fourth quarter. They were down ten points at halftime, um, and just could not get anything going offensively. Like there was no rhythm at all, and for a while there, it seemed like Missouri could do no wrong except for not scoring touchdowns. Um, they scored one touchdown and made five field goals. So, like, Georgia's defense was, like, bending but not breaking. Mevis um, is, is the best kicker of all time. Like, and I know, we missed that, I know we missed that kick against Auburn on purpose um, mm-hmm. so Brian Harson could save his job for one more week. Um, but... Yeah. What do we from this game? What do we think about Georgia? Um, this game paired with the Kent State game from last week, which also yeah. was not. Uh, yeah, they came off of a game where they didn't look great, and they're not in a look-ahead spot because mm-hmm. it's versus Auburn the week after. Mm-hmm. Coming after a Kent State game where you let them stay in the game for almost all of it. Yeah. Um, not a look ahead spot. You're at Missouri, so like it's not like a slouch game. Yeah, you just come out flat. So 
I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the game against Oregon is still going to tote a lot of weight in my mind. Like, that's what they can look Played like in Atlanta. any game. <laughs> against Bo Nix, not at home. That should be the expected outcome. I don't think it was 49 to 3 is ever going to be the expected outcome. Bo Nix wasn't at home, and it was in Atlanta. I don't care. Like, that's still impressive. But at some point, you know, that, that, that could turn into the into the outlier instead of the games against Missouri and Kent State. So, um, I don't know. I, I, I definitely feel like they're they're more human than... They're not my number one, and they will have to do a lot to become my number one They're not anybody's one again. number one. They're not my Any... number two. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we still have Georgia on the schedule later in the year. Uh, so we'll see what they look like before that. Um, but I'm, I'm not as afraid of them as I was three weeks ago. Um, That's a dangerous spot are, to be. Yeah. Those are the more, more notable games that we had from last week. And probably our favorite game from last week is the last one we're going to talk about here. The A&M versus Mississippi State game. And, man, was that fun. I, I very um, much enjoyed this. Yeah. So just to paint the picture here, we have won five of the last seven against A&M. Uh, I think we have a winning record against them, I know all time, and I think since they joined the conference. I think we were um, tied last year uh, in conference, like after last year's game. So we yeah. now, we now own them. Yeah. But, and um, how, many Heisman, how many years of a Heisman caliber quarterback did they have? To my Kellermond? Mm-mm. I think we only played Johnny one time. Really? Was he around in 2013? Uh, yeah, it was 12 and 13, right? Okay, no, we played him twice. And he beat us both times. But since then, I think we have a, a pretty handy record on him. Um, anyway, I, like I said earlier, this was the most dominant, uh, I guess the most dominant SEC win that we've had since Mike Leach got here. Um, I mean, we were, we were dominant on offense defense and special teams we scored in every uh, on every side of the ball um which side of it, the ball is special teams on it's the top mm-hmm. i'm yep. sorry for stopping you while you're saying like very much known like things I just just want to throw you a little curveball there yeah yeah call me loose <laughs> shouldn't say <laughs> i hate you that's the first name, name name drop I think we've had of him. I was just not not brave enough to do it. But anyway, um, we saw Will go thirty one of forty five for three hundred and twenty nine yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. My favorite stat: he didn't get sacked a single time. Um, on defense, we saw our uh, D line linebackers get after Max Johnson all day long, like very much rude to him, like, like slinging him down was not nice. Yeah, and including Bookie, Bookie Watson uh, targeting him pretty unnecessarily. Mm-hmm, uh, so thank, mm-hmm. thanks for that, Nathaniel. Um, you're, you're Nathaniel until the second half of the Arkansas game. Your, your nickname privileges are revoked. Um, we had four sacks, a forced fumble, a very big forced fumble, that is, to, like, to end the first half um, and keep the score 14-0. to um, one injury, not sure he's going to play again this year. And then their backup quarterback, Heisman caliber, Haynes King, came in to go 6 for 13, 49 yards, two touchdowns, one interception to a team in Maroon to be determined. Um, what else do you have for us? This, this is just this was just a fun one to, to, yeah, watch, um, to watch. I actually didn't even watch it. I listened to it, which was so much worse than watching it. Yeah, uh, so Sabuki so goes down, and then J.P. Purvis comes in, uh, mm-hmm. and he gets a one and a half sacks. Uh, so, so that was that was pretty sick. Uh, he had the, yeah. he had that funny one where he like got got cut and then like fell down behind <laughs> behind Max Johnson, stood up, and then got the half sack right there. I yeah. enjoyed that. It was pretty that neat. Was fun. Um, Emmanuel Forbes is still my favorite player ever. Um, we were in on him so early, by the way. Oh my god! Um, is it now the SEC record for uh, pick sixes? Yeah, with four of them. Mm-hmm. Is that tied or is that outright? It sounded outright. Like you can it, never. It's tie. hard from 
He'll get two more this year. Yeah. It's hard, it's hard for me to believe that four is the is the record. I saw a state player get two in one game one time. But anyway. Has Forbes ever had a normal pick six? The one against Missouri was pretty normal. It, it was it was decently normal. Yeah. The I one mean, he he like caught it and like almost like backtracked like four or five steps, but like other than that it was pretty normal. The first A and M one is absolutely not it, it hit off a guy's helmet and bounced back like into the backfield like twelve yards. And then the one against Tulsa like it was like ninety yards and there were flags all over the field and like the referees were like I guess it counts. I don't I don't know. <laughs> like I think every player on the field had a penalty and they were just like, Oh yeah, I forgot the result of the play is a touchdown. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, um he had a blocked blocked field goal um <laughs> that resulted in a Decameron Richardson touchdown. Um, yeah. that was the best. Uh did he get uh I know right here it says well, he got SEC defensive player of the week. Did he get national defensive player uh, of the he- week? I know in at least one publication he did. I, I, I did see that, so um, I I don't know who else would deserve it. Yeah. Um, is Forbes going to be I, in New York at the end of the year? I don't even know. Like I'm sure in people's minds it did, but I don't I don't know if blocking a field goal even goes into your defensive stats. Like it for player of the week or whatever. But I mean, I'm sure Got the best sure jump that, on the ball I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> it's nuts. And then they asked him, they were like, what's going through your mind as Decam is going down the field? Like, are you, are you thinking about blocking for him? He's like, yeah, I'm just blocking, trying to trying to get my brother to the end zone. Just trying to help him out. I love this team. Like, stupid question. What, what's going through your mind? Are, are you thinking about blocking as he's blocking? Have we ever uh, been wrong about picking a Mississippi State DB to like? No. Cam was... I, I mean, Cam. Cam's like cockiness made him so much like i i still like him over forbes for like just personality wise and, and but then emerson's like the best one like he's yeah. just good mm-hmm. has he been playing a lot this year uh yeah yeah he's he's starting corner for browns okay. they're really yeah. good at defense right right all right <laughs> um the only things that we wanted to point out that were bad um Ben Raybon did miss a field goal. So coming into Arky Week, please, first of all, please don't make it put us in any situation where a field goal has to has to be made to win the game. Mm-hmm. Please. Yeah. Um, please. And we will not see uh, Nathaniel Watson until the second half against Arkansas because when of... Boogie Watson returns. <laughs> when, <laughs> well, we won't see Nathaniel the whole game, but we'll see Bookie in the second half. Um but yeah, uh, just a textbook targeting call on that one. Um, I was like, I was listening to it, and they were like, "There was no target. Jet Johnson didn't target." And then they were like, "Oh, <laughs> oh." One thing that is um, not in the bad right here that I would like to point out: A um, and M had three penalties for twenty-four yards. Okay, mm-hmm. we had thirteen for one hundred and thirty-eight. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if this was brought up on the bro- on the like TV broadcast, but on the radio they did say that at one point in the first half, Leach went over to the referees and said that A and M was like doing a really good job of simulating snap counts, mm-hmm. and that just had to have been accounting for our false starts because like in two per drive because two or in three the per drive because after that was said on the radio and in the whole second half, I don't think we had another false start, so there had to have been something going on there. Um, that A and M just stopped being Didn't able to get away. Did they do that with. last year? Uh, Kentucky did it. Ah, oh, I hate that. They they were clapping the whole time. Um, and then Teams the that clap on our snap counts just get run on. <laughs> <laughs> you do not clap against Alabama. Please clap. I oh yeah, uh, we we forgot to mention. Um, we had twenty four rushes for one hundred and forty four yards. Yeah, we outrushed A and M. Probably had to do something with the four sacks to zero sacks, but I don't care. We had more rushing yards than an SEC team. So, um, a couple more things here on the bad. Uh, offense started pretty slow. Um, at one point, I think we had a – do you know the stat on that weird drive? Um, 
was it the 15 play drive that went yeah 16 play drive went 49 yards took eight minutes of game clock and we punted <laughs> and and we got to the a&m 43 <laughs> so dumb um <laughs> oh, air raid let's go air raid baby let's ride yeah so we started really really slow uh Went into halftime up fourteen to zero, and really that that could have even been different because uh, a chain fumbled uh, deep in the red zone, and we were able. And to I mean deep. Woo! Uh, and we had like a 95, 96 yard drive right after that that um, put us on the board, and then um, like like I said, the the <laughs> forcing Max Johnson to fumble. Uh, Right at the end of the draw, right at the end of the half, was really really big. So our defense um, did didn't start slow. I mean, we we looked really good from the start. Uh, offense really really did uh, kind of kind of stutter right there at the beginning, but looked a lot better in the second half. And um, our defense did get gouged by the run, uh, which seems to happen from time to time, especially when a chain someone running the ball. Um, but I don't care. We won this game in dominant fashion. It was really never in doubt um and that was and our maroon looks better uh what's the difference um uh um uh, uh and, and i mean deep and don't give me, pa- and, and don't and give me numbers <laughs> and i mean deep okay well if that's all you have we I own a and um, we own a and m put um, it plain and simple um, and if you didn't know, Mike Leach will be the next head coach for the Texas A&M Fighting Aggies. And that's exactly what we're going to do to him, Aggies. We're going to beat he the ever-loving. Um, compound. Complex. Um, so he is Old Rock. Um, the good ag. <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> They're the weirdest group of people ever. <laughs> all right. That's all i got on an A&M game. I want to move on to another weird group of people. The Arkansas game. I don't know. They're they're pretty they're pretty cool, except they don't know how to read. Um, do the do the woo, do the woo pig. Uh, Here, piggy. <laughs> oh, do I need to play the video? Do you want me to? Want me do to? you have it accessible? Oh yeah, yeah. I've been playing this all week. I'll show it. All same. right. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Uh, talk for a little bit as I pull this up. Um, okay. I want everyone to turn it off. Your your. Turn off the podcast now if you get triggered by pig noises made by human beings. Come on, pig! Piggy! Come on, piggy! That guy better have won that contest. Oh, he did not. What? A city boy from Iowa City won it. Oh, no. A woman was on the... Was crying. Snorting like a pig. And she didn't win. Mm. And that's what we're up against this weekend, folks. And that's exactly um, what we're going to do to them, Bulldogs. <laughs> so. Arkansas season... Like we, we, we looked at it at the beginning and we knew that their their non conference was not gonna be easy. They have Cincinnati, uh, BYU, Liberty, and Missouri State. So far, Missouri State's given them the most trouble. And that was supposed to be their gimme. This was supposed to be like non conference and all, supposed to be like a nine or ten win team, just because last year was an eight win team. They're supposed to be the second best team in the West. Yeah. Like that's it. This this team is at risk of losing their third straight, um, and I can look at their schedule and see, and they haven't, first of all, they haven't played BYU or Liberty yet, um, so they still have those two games. I can still see, like, four more losses on this schedule, if not more. Like, they played Alabama, so they got that out of the way, but, I mean, they've still got LSU, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Um, LSU is not a gimme. Yeah, (laughs) BYU and Liberty – um, at Auburn, uh, Sam Pittman like, hasn't beat Auburn yet. Like I, this this team may not even make a bowl game, and 
I, I don't they, think they may like go ten and two. Like yeah, I, I, I that this week is 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 really big for them, and that's the one one positive that I'll give Arkansas. Like that this is for their season, and you could say the same thing about state, I guess, but we're not at risk of losing three straight. That that's a that can kill any team, yeah. especially a team that's projected to win a nine or ten win game, nine or nine or ten games. Um, that's just. Like, at the beginning of the year, you, you see your non-conference schedule laid out, and you're, you're confident, but the second that you drop a couple of games, you're like, oh, crap, now we don't even have gimmies. Like, we can look at our schedule, and if we're, if we're stuttering at the end of the season, we can look at an Eastern Tennessee State game and say, okay, well, that's, that's, that's a win. But, I mean, Liberty is your best shot there, and they're not exactly going to roll over on you. Um, so... Arkansas Arkansas needs this win really, really bad. And I can almost say they need it more than we do. Um, and so that's that's scary going into it. Um, but we're not we're not uh, and that didn't sound great on Arkansas. We we've got some stuff that, that, that makes them look bad too. That makes them look like they might not win this game. So Arkansas's pass defense is really, really terrible. Um you want to talk about that a little bit, Hunter? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so they're allowing. I don't think that these stats are correct. Um, a a lot. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. There, there we go. Two hundred ninety passing yards a game against, and mm-hmm. um, so so you're like, okay, that that that's like pretty bad. But then you look at the teams that they have allowed that to. Yeah. Um, great offensive powerhouse Cincinnati with a Maction quarterback. Um, Spencer Rattler sucks. Um, Missouri State sucks. Sucks. Um, A and M sucks. Um, and then not Bryce Young. Yeah. Which I guess like, they held the backup quarterback to like eighty passing yards, but they didn't stop the run. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're giving up thirty points per game, uh, four hundred thirty-two yards per game total. Um, both of those numbers are thirteenth in the SEC only ahead of Vanderbilt. So that's not where you want to be as a as a team that's projected to be second in the West. Um, I, I, I really do try to give them the benefit of the doubt, but exactly what you just said is what stops me from doing that. Like, they they haven't played just super po- high-potent offenses. Bama's the only one. Yeah, um, like... <laughs> <laughs> they, they're in for a rude awakening. It, I mean... Because we, we do the we do the pass the last time I checked and and A and M had the was it the second best passing defense in the country before playing us yeah and they just so got what dismantled did we, <laughs> we dismantled them through the air but we also just took it to them on the ground um, I mean I can I can almost certainly say that's is that our most passing or uh, rushing yards we've had in a game yeah this year yeah um i mean i i don't know what to think about this arkansas game because you know uh leach hasn't beat them uh, barry odom uh year one showed a good defense against us but i mean when we went to fayetteville last year it it came down to a kick mm-hmm. and then we moved and i mean it was an ugly game but we moved the ball yeah <laughs> i mean will had the greatest of great two-minute drills, which is actually like a 45-second drill. Um, we moved down the field, got into a very, very makeable field goal position. Um, but we missed three field goals that day, and we lost by three points. And I know you can say, well, kicking is obviously a part of the game, and we know that. Like, we're not saying – we're not over here saying, well, we could have won if we did this. Like, I that's what I said earlier. I hope this game does not come down to any sort of field goal. But um, – Will threw for four seventeen on him last year. Like I, I, I really don't care about the whole. Oh, Barry Odom, you know he he showed the SEC how to stop the air raid. He showed the SEC how to stop KJ Costello. Yeah, <laughs> and did a did a great job. He set mm-hmm. a standard. Yeah, yeah, Dad did great. He, he and everybody he never but Missouri did and Vanderbilt again. followed. Um, yeah. So I just there's. Other than the fact that they really, really have to win this game to salvage a season, 
there's nothing there's no redeeming factor for Arkansas and I, I will say especially if KJ uh, almost said KJ Costello especially if KJ Jefferson does not start and that's still up in the air if you're coming here for that answer we don't necessarily have it um, we do that uh, he practiced on Wednesday and that was what he had to do if he wanted to or if they wanted him to play on Saturday uh, we don't know if that's definitive I'm or not on that. I think that's fake news really I don't know it just seems I didn't I see mean, any pictures I, I just saw the, an article. I didn't even read the article. I don't see <laughs> I any pictures. Saw, I just taking mental reps. Yeah, he's 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 on that Russell Wilson grind. He's he ate a danger witch instead of practicing. Be careful, um, spicy. You ever done anything dangerous? <laughs> Ooh, I hate this podcast so much. <laughs> um, all right, one one thing they do have going for them: uh, Raheem Sanders is the leading rusher in the SEC with six hundred nine yards. Um, it's pretty so, nice. That is nice. Uh, so I mean, we could, you know, he could he could definitely be a factor against us. He could he could gouge us for all I know. Um, but they're they're a rushing. They're are they are they mostly a running team? Is yeah, that, they're is a that fair to team. say? Yeah, there's okay. no Traylon Burks on that roster. Okay, um, I did see that that KJ Jefferson is eighth in the SEC in passing yards. Um, you know who's first? You know who's first? It's uh, Will. Jaden Daniels. <laughs> He's sitting at a cool 14. It's probably probably pretty good on all-purpose yards for quarterback. Yeah, Got to be. Um, we did also know that um, Arkansas's uh, front seven and their cornerbacks are not even that bad. It's their safeties that are attributing, you know, all this really really bad pass POV or Mississippi State in the past two years and the last five games of the season. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we, we know all about that. It's it's painful. So I, I feel for it. the Arkansas fans. You really cannot. Like, <laughs> we, I don't I guess we've tried to beat an air raid team with it, but you can't. It can't be fun, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's. I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but that's all I've got right now. Um, I I really do think we're going to beat Arkansas this weekend, um, but. If they come out and play out of their minds, it's it's because they have to, you know, um, and that's that's really what I got. It's this game's really weird. Um, I think both of us have like a weird respect for Arkansas. Um, since like we went up there and like yeah, like Sam Pittman's good now, Arkansas's good now. Um, we even talked like weirdly like before like last year how like okay arkansas is kind i mean they won like three three or four games the year before we're like Mm -hmm. arkansas is kind of like sleeping giant like yeah like i mean early 2000s they were they were one of the teams yeah And, and i mean you get the right coach you get everyone in there and i do think that this game is just a bad matchup for them um i mean I guess the same thing happened against LSU, but there was a whole lot less sample size for that take. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree. I mean, you, you line up one of the best, you know, one of the most accurate quarterbacks and one of the most pass-heavy offenses against a team that is really, really bad at stopping the pass mm-hmm. against yeah. not high-potent passing offenses. Um, it's, I, I think there's going to be a lot of. Um, a lot of big plays. I think there's going to be a lot of plays over 25 yards. I, I think we could have several of them. Um, I'm not sure we're going to have a 75-yard touchdown to Rara, but we could. Um, that was, by the way, that was so much fun. R- Listening the, to that. the video of Rara smiling as he uh, <laughs> shook the guy off. Yeah. What I It's slowly becoming like 2014. Like My favorite thing is not even winning the games but it's seeing these like extended cut highlight videos afterwards it's like watching a movie what if we win also can we say that dj jerk dj durkin is just bad against the air raid yeah i think you can go ahead and say that okay just making sure Mm -hmm. all right so that's going to do it for our preview of the arkansas game um we're going to give our uh predictions on that one and nine other games here right now so as we mentioned drew robinson won our pick last week we're going seven and three we're giving him a second shout out in this game and hunter uh went seven and three i went six and four so that means he picked up a game um so now he's got a two-game lead on the season 
And we are going to get started with game number one right now. Number eight, Tennessee, traveling to Baton Rouge, playing at 11 a.m. That's gross. Um, uh, against tw- number 25, LSU. What you got? Um, I picked Tennessee here. I mean, LSU here. Um, yeah. I, I think it's. I think this LSU team is stupid. I think that they are not very good, but my God, do they have some weird voodoo princess stuff going on. Um, yeah. No lead is safe, and I know Tennessee's defense will allow scores. And if you let LSU get hot, my God. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I, think, I think the only thing saving Tennessee in this game is the fact that the game happens at 11 a.m. Um, and I'm just going to take Tennessee in this one. They, they've got a really good quarterback. They're a team that I think is going to put up a lot of points. And, yeah, I'm going Tennessee in this one. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. All right. Um, number two, game number two. We've got number 17, TCU. At number 19, Kansas, college game day is in Lawrence. Is that right? In Lawrence. But for the first time ever, and this is, I think we said something about this last week. Um, It's probably just another Kansas game. The most random undefeated matchup of the week. Um, So, what you got in this one? Um, I'll say it once again um, the fun is over for Kansas. Um, He. I believe you may be running into the best team in the Big 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so that's not good. Uh, so, yeah, give me TC here. Yeah, I don't want the fun to be over. This has been just really silly. Um, and it's getting <laughs> even more silly now that game day is going to be there. And I mean, the, the emotions are going to be at an all-time high. Uh, I mean, at least in the past 15 years. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go TCU, but I don't want to. If that makes sense. Yeah, I feel um, that. Yeah, so game number three. Uh, so we both agreed. We both agreed on TCU on that one. Game number three. We've got the Red River rivalry. Um, say that one time fast. Um, and this one's gonna be. Uh, this one's gonna be a weird one. Yeah. What what's the what's the spread here? Texas, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Um, but for Vegas, I have one stat that they are overlooking. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you come, you you come to going for two for, for the most insightful uh, takes on games and everything. Yeah, and and one thing that we have realized is that man, Brim Venables, is scared of the color purple. Back to back losses to Kansas State and TCU. Yeah, yeah, not good, not good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and you see, they're playing against Texas, so you'd be mm-hmm. like. Okay, they probably don't have purple, but you know, schools have secondary things and they put out their color palettes online. Yeah. And and you know, Mississippi State, they have some teal, they have some other colors, they have some blues, they have some other stuff. Um but something really weird on Texas's page. Avoid using shades of red or purple, especially in combination with burnt orange. Mm. So this is Brent Venables playing against a team that is anti purple. So what are you gonna do? Um, I'm I'm picking I'm picking Texas because they're the way better team, and <laughs> Quinn Ewers is back. It even goes back to Clemson. <laughs> Clemson's secondary color is purple, and he fled there as fast as he possibly could. <laughs> Ten years after he was rumored to get take a job somewhere else. Coincidence? I I think probably so, but. You have to, you, you can't overlook You have to ask these questions. We will be following this for the rest of the year. Um, yeah. I, I do want other... to check to make sure that they didn't didn't beat someone with purple in like week two or something. But I do enjoy the storyline. Yeah. It's it's a big one and it's growing. So we're both taking Texas in this one. Game number four, Missouri at Florida. Missouri coming off of uh, a really, really big win. Uh, not Not a big win. I mean, a moral victory for sure. Again, uh, barely losing to Georgia, and then Florida moral victory of just beating that hurricane. Okay, thank um, God. UTEP isn't purple. <sighs> sorry, sorry. That would have been was... embarrassing. <laughs> All right, Missouri at Florida. I'll take this one first. I'm just going to go Florida because I think Missouri played their played their best game last week and didn't even win it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty much. It's it's um, just Missouri. 
Yeah, I, I also picked Florida. Um, yeah. At some point, Florida's going to arrive. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, next game, game number five, number 11, Utah, traveling to the Rose Bowl to play number 18, UCLA. UCLA is the most quiet 5-0 and team ever. Um, yeah. Like, and I guess now they're number 18, which feels right but wrong for a 5-0 and team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but give me Utah. Okay, That's all I'm gonna I got. take you. I'm gonna take UCLA here. I every time I look at them, they they look like they're fun. I, they're one of the, one of my favorite uniforms in college football. Um, Utah. I think I got burned by them earlier in the season on a pick, and I just hadn't forgiven them yet. So I'm going UCLA. I want them to be a really really quiet five and team and a loud six and team. So. Um, this may be the last time I pick them to win. I'm kind of rooting for a six Probably and six UCLA. Last time we pick one of their games until they're yeah. playing USC, but yeah, until they're playing Bama in the playoff. Um, game number six, we've got number sixteen BYU at Notre Dame, and some sort of religious battle going on here. Um, I don't think Touchdown Jesus is going to let a bunch of bunch of Mormons come in there and, and push them around. I, I got Notre Dame in this one. Yeah, um, for that exact same reason, um, you know, Notre Dame's not very good, and I guess neither is BYU, but um, if Touchdown Jesus exists, surely he wouldn't let BYU come in and win, right? I don't think so. And first down Moses? Like, I don't I don't think it would happen. So We didn't know that was a thing until this week, so. Mm-hmm. I think there's yeah. a few other ones, too. Oh, gosh. I think okay. there's like a field goal one as well. All right, so we've both got Notre Dame in that one. In just a a game that we I, I kind of circled at the beginning of the year thinking that could have been a good one. Now both teams really stink. Um, I don't think I circled that one, actually. I don't I don't circle games, really. Um, game number seven, I'm not even sure why it's on here. Texas A&M at number one, Alabama. Because Texas A&M is going to make this a stupidly close game. It. Okay, I've got a, a theory that this game is either going to be a three-point game or a 63-point game. Oh, my God. Like, all, all that happened in the offseason with Jimbo calling out Saban in Alabama and Saban clapping back on that, and now A&M is horrible. And, I mean, it's all, it's all just culminating into I randomly – oh, and – the fact that A&M just won this game last year. Yeah. Um, it's all just kind of stirring, stirring the pot that I think Bama's going to win this game by like 35 points. But it would be True. very Jimbo to win this game and get a contract extension. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going Alabama here pretty pretty confidently, but like we said, I, I, we would not be surprised if A&M wins this game. Okay. Can you go with uh, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, I'll, all right, also, next game. also took Alabama. <laughs> okay, gotcha. All right, game number eight, USM at Troy. A big game in the Sun Belt. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me about the standings. Nope. Just a, a little bit of backstory here. So, Tro- or just a little bit of background. Troy uh, lost to Ole Miss by 18 points, so kind of made it interesting, 28 to 10. Um, they they were that they were that team that lost on the hail mary to App State, um, so they know the heartbreak, they know the agony, right? USM um, is better than Tulane, and Tulane is better than Kansas State, and Kansas State is better than Oklahoma, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. so, that's so, how it works. So USM is can Troy. So it's basically basically Oklahoma versus Troy, and I think Troy wins that every day. Yeah, yeah, I'm picking Troy here. I think uh, Troy has purple. Mm-hmm. Um, Almost certain they don't. But uh, isn't it? Isn't aren't they like maroon? Yeah, I guess uh, so. Burgundy is purple. There you go. All right, game number nine. We got Texas Tech at number seven, Oklahoma State. Check um, I think they're literally crimson. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Texas Tech at Oklahoma State. Um, don't have much to say about this one. 
I'm taking Oklahoma State. I know everything runs through Lubbock, but they're playing in Stillwater, baby. Um, everything runs through Lubbock, including Oklahoma State. Um, yeah. Yeah, Oklahoma State wins this one easily. All right. And now, we're getting into America's Game of the Week, an 11 a.m. prime time matchup. That's when I like my Game of the Weeks. Arkansas at number 23. You heard it right. We are ranked number 23, Mississippi State. I got the dogs. Every day of the week except for maybe I don't think we would win seven times if we played them seven times. Um, like five five times out of seven, I take the dogs. And and Saturday will be one of the five. Are we both going to be there? We'll both be there. Look at us. We never miss an Arky game, Mm-mm. except I, except we missed it in 2020. Yeah, we Thank did. Goodness. Yeah, yeah. I only miss Arky games. <laughs> Unless they're in Fayetteville or Starkville after you graduate. Um, I only yeah. miss Arkansas games that I'm not ten, a five-minute walk away from. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, or they make just some really, really complicated process for you to get one ticket to a game. Anyway, all right. I'm taking Mississippi State. What you got in this one? Um, I'm taking Mississippi State. Uh, do you want to give a score first, or do you want me to give a score? I'll let you do it. Um, I got the dogs, 31 to 17. Okay. I've got Mississippi State. And this is mm. assuming KJ doesn't play. If KJ plays, uh, do it like 31, like 20. 27. Okay. <laughs> Alternate I got, line. <laughs> I've got 38-21 Mississippi State in this one. Okay. Um, that's 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 bold. We're either making a field goal or missing a, missing a bunch of extra points somewhere. Um, that doesn't sound like us. No, not at all. Especially not against Arkansas. Um, I'll get my offensive and defensive guys first. Um... Last week I said that we really needed to get our first defensive score of the week, um, except I, the guy I picked to do it got kicked out of the game. Um, <laughs> man, um, I don't know. I um, I hadn't said him in a few weeks. I'm gonna go Jalen Green in this one. Something something's gonna happen. Jalen Green's gonna have a a big big play defensively. Offensively, I'm going to go – I feel like I have to go out of the box, but I'm just going rah-rah again. He's going to do something big. Okay. Well, you didn't steal either of my picks. Um, I'll go offensively first. Um, Mm -hmm. Last last week, I was like, you know, it seems like high time for for some random wide receiver to pop off. And Justin Robinson was our second-leading receiver. Uh, and and I was right about that. Uh, look mm-hmm. at me, uh, pat me on the back. Um, so going into this game, last year, Makai, you know, as as always, had a big game. Mm-hmm. The second guy, I said he was dead to me. I think Austin Williams, <laughs> like like against the team, bad pass defense. I think he's going to be in openings. I think I think everything's cleared his mind. Uh, he he is he's going to be not dead to me after this game pending. Nah, he's always dead to me. Yeah, yeah, fair. Um, and then defensively, um, this one's a little weird, but give me Buki Watson. Um, I I, I think there's there's a chance that we'll look kind of look kind of slow defensively. And then mm-hmm. he'll come in on the second half, and it'll just be like a different team. It'll be a spark for the game, kind of like um, in was it twenty nineteen when Willie Gay came in. Um, he played the yeah he played the first half of the he played the he played that game, and that was his first game of the season, and he was just like making plays like everywhere. Wait, in what game was it? Uh, twenty nineteen Kentucky. Okay, yeah, that was just like one of his four games he could play yeah. because of yeah, the... it was his first game of the season because he was suspended. Yeah, and um, and he came in and like scored a touchdown and like 
made every play on like two drives. Yeah, I mean, like those standout guys really can can just go crazy and like their game back. Like they can just make make plays happen. And and Bookie Watson is one hundred percent one of those playmaker guys. Not saying he's Willie Gay level, but I mean he, he truly is a difference maker on defense. And so yeah, I like so I think him coming out of half. Uh, could mm-hmm. be something a yeah. little out of the box but i like it a lot yeah there you go well that's going to do it for our uh pick them for the week make sure to send us your picks we'll have those posted on instagram early tomorrow or early today when you're listening to it um so go ahead and check that out and send us your picks for a chance at a shout out on the next episode we're going to finish up with our favorite segment and that is as always going to be instagram questions so we got a few of them here it won't take too long um, but thank you guys so much for interacting, sending us these questions to give us just a few more minutes to, to hang out with y'all. Um, so here we go. We got question number one, football, James 42. Um, uh, what Ooh, is thanks. five? What? what? <laughs> All right. What is five things that you would bring to an early morning tailgate? Um, probably a tent, um, yeah. a TV table. Cornhole and chairs. Yeah, that's that's probably my five. Um, honorable mention, uh, cooler. Uh, honorable mention, food. Um, and maybe honorable mention, orange juice. Uh, if we're, it, we really need to know. We're we talking about in the grove because, like, I would say a grill, but if we're in the grove, nope. Uh, honorable Cold mention the uh, dish, um, the the hopper, but it's like the tailgating one. So you can mm-hmm. watch the games. So you can watch all your ESPN games. Right. Yep. Um, honorable mention, the little cover to put over your food so flies don't get on them. Um, another honorable mention, uh, sunscreen. Uh, Going to be a long day out in the sun. Yeah. Um, um, another honorable mention, uh, a sticker like that says beat. Ooh, that's a good this, one. In, in this instance, beat Arkansas. Um, um, you might, you might, some people might expect the alumni delegates to hand those out, but I usually bring my own. Uh, uh, I come oh, prepared. Uh, I, I think I got a good one. Uh, honorable mention of football. Honorable mention, um, friends and family. Oh yeah. Um, honorable mention, uh, your cowbell. Honorable mention a ticket and or an e-ticket. Um, honorable mention. Um, during 2020, a mask. Uh, <laughs> and I think ooh, it's ooh, I, got, I have another one. I have another one, Jack. Okay. <laughs> Honorable mention: uh, If you're a female, a clear bag that um, uh, is is within the size requirements for Davis Wade Stadium. Yeah, I think my last honorable mention is just that fighting bulldog spirit, just that that true maroonness. Um, honorable mention a true maroon uh, t-shirt there we go there we go and then some extra spending cash (laughs) that's not even honorable mention that's just on my top five um (laughs) anyway brooks taylor with the next question two weeks away how you feeling jack so this could be one of two things he could either be talking about the braves nlcs series or our game against Bama. So mm-hmm. just just two massive things happening in two weeks. I feel really, really good about the Braves. Even against like let's say like a Mets team or a Dodgers team. Like the Braves are What about a Padres even, team? Oh gosh. I don't know, but I don't want to I know we won't play them in the NLCS, but the Cardinals kinda scare me. They got way too much You're not scared about the Phillies? No. What is Schwarber gonna do? Hit nine home runs in a game? Maybe he could. Um, anyway, that's way too much jogging for him. Um, yeah, all things considered, though, my wedding, pretty excited for it. So, um, that, yeah, 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 wedding. I need to get my hair yeah. cut. You got that done the other day. Can Honorable really mention haircut. <laughs> Honorable mention just clippers and a cape so you can get your hair cut at the tailgate. All right. What, Nathan, what's the thing called a cape? Is it? I think that I think that's right. I'm gonna go with next time to say put the cape on me. <laughs> All right, um, Nathan Taylor with a good question. What's your favorite pork product? Uh, um, uh, woo, uh, 
Egg suey. Um, Let's just list a few. Um, so we got bacon, uh, pork, pork rinds, chops, pork chops. Um, crackling, I don't know if you heard that. Crackling, pork rinds. Crackling uh, better. We got like spare ribs. Is that a thing? Uh, pig, uh, pig ears. Pig feet. Pickled pig's feet. P- pickled pig's feet. I still want to try them. Um, if anyone would like to send that to me, oh, how about DM like, me? I like p- pulled pork. Pulled pork's a good one. Uh, chopped Ham. pork. Um, I, I think it has lard. a lot to do with. Yeah, uh, I I think I'm gonna go. Um, I don't. I'm not huge on pulled pork, so that's kind of out for me. Pork chops are probably where I'm going. Yeah, uh, I'm out on bacon. Uh, it's not 2014 anymore. You don't have to act like it's fantastic. Um, See, I love it. I love a good bacon. Yeah, but sausage is better in every way. Oh yeah, I forgot about pork sausage. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Like sausage clears. <laughs> it's so good. Um, I, I, I just ha- sometimes I have to put pork in front of it to make sure I remember that sausage is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. G- give me a nice sausage, honestly. Okay. That's that's probably my favorite thing to get at Dreamland these days. Mm-hmm. Their sausage. sausage is insane. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Yeah. I'm still gonna go pork chops, but sausage hard to beat. Anyway, uh, next question. Let me get to it. And it's from none other than Hunter 2. And it is top five soups. So I'm going to give them, I'll give mine. I want to give a team top five. No. I don't have my top first, five ready. First of all, does chili count as a soup? Um, Yeah. Okay. All right. You go first and I'll go second. So so like, are we we'll, doing we'll like do a, a draft? We'll do, a, we'll do a team top five. Are we doing uh, you want to do a draft? Yeah, let's do a draft real quick. Okay. Um, do you want first pick? Or an, yes. And is this a snake draft? Um, snake draft, you get first pick. Let's ride. Okay. Um, I'll take a heavy hitter. I'm going to go chili. Okay. I'm going to go... We're doing, doing five picks, right? Yeah, five picks. So I have two straight right here, which okay. wouldn't matter however many picks I had. Um, give me potato soup. Okay. It's a good one. I, I really I really do enjoy this. And give me crawfish bisque. Okay. I like it. So now I've got two picks. I'm going to go... Uh, chicken tortilla soup and mm, I'm gonna go like vegetable soup okay is that vegetable soup including a massive piece of ham mine or like a piece of steak for some reason yeah mine has like some sort of like some sort of meat in it it's like I don't I don't really know I don't know so now I have two picks right here Mm-hmm. Uh, give me French onion soup. Love it Never so much. It. Oh my god, Never it's so good. It. Go go to a nice restaurant and get it. Um, so I'm going French onion soup and give me taco soup. Okay, okay. The the distant cousin of some chicken tortilla, but it's still it's in between chili and chicken tortilla. Yeah, I like it. My last two picks here. Um, I'm going basic with a broccoli cheddar, and then I'm gonna go a little bit off the rails here with a like a sausage tortellini soup. That's probably gonna be. It's not Mr. Irrelevant, but it's my last pick. So. Um, my last pick. Give me tomato soup. I never really liked a tomato. Soup. Oh, I I do not like tomatoes, but my God, do I love a tomato soup. <laughs> okay, so go through my team. I got chili, chicken tortilla soup. Um, Vegetable soup, broccoli cheddar, and sausage tortellini. What you got? Um, I have potato soup, crawfish bisque, um, taco soup. Uh, you had one before. French taco. onions. Uh, yeah, it was French mm-hmm. onion and then taco soup and then tomato soup. Okay, there we go. All right. Well, that was riveting, and I think my team clears. Uh, no chance. <laughs> Did you know my team did, would win did, on the graphic. Did you pick chicken noodle? I did not. <laughs> I, I love I, chicken noodle not getting respect. Well, I, I like it, but 
I can't pick a Campbell's soup as my. You can make chicken noodle soup. I know, but I've ne- I've only ever had it. You think I'm having Campbell's French onion? No, I'm not picking Campbell's. All right. Anyway, that's gonna do it for the podcast, guys. We're looking forward to another fun weekend of uh, college football, and hopefully another win for Mississippi State. Whether it's a win or not, the weather's gonna be beautiful. So I hope you get out there. If you're in Starkville, have a good time. If you're not, have a good time. And we'll see you back next time on Going for Two with Jack Taylor. Thanks. Could we have counted spam as a pork product? Yeah, spam's spam's kind of goaded. Um, You're on dogs, that spam train. Hot dogs. Mm, they're not. They're not ever cracking my. Oh, wait, they're beef. They're beef. Literally beef. <laughs> I think they make some. I mean, I'm sure they got pork in them somewhere. What, what do you think Nathan's hot dogs are? All beef franks. <laughs>